October and Nov and December. December is 10. Yeah. And then um, the Romans. When they adapted the calendar, they just couldn't help themselves. They shoved months in. Thanks, Augustus, Julius, <laughs> and Junior. It's like, ah, yeah. Juno and Mars uh, and. These they, motherfuckers. They fucked Giannis. That's where you get January. Yeah. That's where you get January from. Yeah, Giannis, the god of doors. Mm. They they fucked it up. Oh yeah. This is why <laughs> the Theoi are not my ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm working on a Persephone kid. Ooh, interesting. That becomes you. A little bit, yes. Mm -hmm. He's part ghost. Oh. Part ghost, but Thanatoi. It's just we're 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 going with that. Mm. I I'm really excited about. It. Or science game. Yeah, because we get Tokyo Lockdown. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, you remember? Down. You remember Shin Megami Tensei? Hmm. It's gonna We're be like that. that. All right. Very cool. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm gonna play a very unhinged magical girl. I have, I have <laughs> things to say about that that I'm just not gonna. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder how. I wonder how the lockdown is going to affect. Oh shit! He has emotions now. He can't just cold logic his way through it. Yeah. Oh god, wow. They've yeah. really screwed me over here, wait. <laughs> yeah, because Mickey's playing a character whose emotions got split from him. Accidentally. Because he's a fox spirit right. or something. No, um, he's he's half human, half, half Inari. Mm -hmm. And because Inari doesn't always have kids, sometimes when they're born, they have a little too much power. So... What they did, what she did for him, was split his fox spirit from him, make a twin sister out of that one. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it also cost him his emotions. Right. Okay. Yeah. So all his emotions went to the other. <laughs> the mistakes were made. Yeah. The only time he has emotions is when he's transformed. Okay. Yeah, because that's when they combine. And now he's working on getting his own emotions. So that means that during the time that Yuto is around, let's just with you guys. Probably. At the shop. So the emotional start, like basically the emotion starter kick, a ball gag, a Korean drama DVD, and <laughs> a paddle. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with you until sometime. Okay, so um, this is going to be our Valentine's Day episode. Yes, it comes out next week. It comes out on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so... I've started recording actually. Ah. Yeah, I know. Ah. <laughs> I know. This conversation started and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I, you're, you're, you're talking towards the mic as opposed to away from it in a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. I was mm. like, okay. Talking to the mic. <laughs> so, so uh, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to Sodium Exposure. I'm Rika. I'm Miggy. I'm Gino. Hello, ladies. <laughs> okay, don't you mean just hello? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> yeah, don't you mean hello, Megan? I said hello to her already. I'm just saying Aww. hello to everybody else out there who is like me and feeling lonely. I am overseas and away, and she has the cat to keep her company. I have crybaby nibblings. It's, it's, I, yeah, it's fair to say I got the bum deal out of all of this. <laughs> I have lunch with my aunt. That's what's going to pass for, for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Oh. That's okay. Well, 
we, we're gonna do escape room shenanigans afterwards. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. If, yeah, if you're wondering who I am, I'm like I'm a vlogger, I'm a geocacher, and I'm the occasional guy who butts in and crashes um, yeah, studio this exposure is, recordings. This, this is, is your Gina's second. Yes, second, this is. Yeah. Uh, you may remember him from our Halloween episode. You know, a spooky salty skeletons. The other guy. Yep. <laughs> yep. The dude who forgot to introduce himself last time yeah, is now sorry. rectifying this on this episode. <laughs> sorry about that. We got too carried away. I was too excited. Yeah, and we, and that was a fantastic episode. That mm. was a very fun episode. I had way too much fun. I I, I le legitimately took the longer way home just to finish off that episode. Hey, <laughs> nice. Oh, thank you. So um, it's our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, I can't believe we're doing a Valentine's Day special. It has to happen. It has, it has to, happen. to happen eventually. I mean, we did a Halloween special. We did a the, Christmas special. There was a Christmas special, so... So I guess... This Valentine's is going to be a Valentine's Day special. Can't we just call it White Day special? It's no, not, not until March next month. yet. Alright, Red Day special. Then. Yes, Red Day special. So it's Red Day and then White Day and if we get to April 14th... Black Day. Black Day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. looking forward to some again? noodles. Black... the um, squid ink noodles. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why it's Black Day. I really April like 14th. Yeah. I haven't tried them, but I kind of want to... Like, soba and then squid ink. Cold soba? I don't know if it's traditionally cold, but I, don't know. I know it's um, I think it's a Korean thing, Black Day, as mm -hmm. opposed to White Day being a Japanese, Japanese thing. thing. Yeah, um, and that's because like there's so much obligation tied up with the Japanese version of Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's why that's why some people call it obligation chocolate. Mm. Yeah, giri giri choco. Giri choco. Yeah, if I remember correctly. I, I've already given my um. My obligation chocolates to my co-host. Oh, I should. I haven't. I will be giving. Full chocolate. disclosure: I have actually also given my obligation chocolates <laughs> to my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> there were Tim Tams involved. Yes. Thank there you are Tim much. Tams involved. You better bring them out. Later. I want them. This is a present um, tense thing. Yeah, they're cooling. They're chilling. Yes. yes, they have to be. They come. I, I they come excited. from a country not used to this weather. I am excited for the. Double coated and honeycomb. And the honeycomb <laughs> Tim Tams. I have never had. I, yeah, that's a new flavor, I think. Yeah. But, but you've had honeycomb in cake before. In cake that one before, time. yeah. It wasn't all that great. So, another that's... thing, I'm from Sydney, ignore the American accent. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a weirdo living in a weird place. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But I mean, yeah, no, we the... live in Manila. How much weirder could it get? It's <laughs> true. No, like I, so I brought. I think I brought regular Tim Tams last time I was mm -hmm. here, and like this time around, I'm like, you know what? Let's 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 up the ante. Let's bring in some double coat. I love double coat is like the best. I love Tim Tams. In a related story, I tried looking for Tim Tams while I was here, mm -hmm. and I saw some, and then I immediately checked the back because um, the Philippines used to produce their own Tim Tams yeah. at some point. And that's why people were making me buy stuff from overseas, because it's like, oh, we like the um, the one from Australia better than we like the one here. Uh -huh. Like, fair enough. Went and checked. I wanted to bring some local stuff back, and I mm -hmm. actually wanted to film a thing for my vlog where I tried, Wait, like, the you, Philippine Tim Tams. You can, yeah, you compare them? Yeah, except I couldn't find any. I went to um, I went to a supermarket to look for some, and all the Tim Tams I could find were imported, imported. from Australia, yeah. 
like, like oh. oh my gosh, the markup you guys put on these things, they're not worth that much. Really? Yeah, it's almost Seriously? like it was, it was basically like buying Tim Tams off the duty free. Oh, wow. In Sydney. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, and they overpriced the Tim Tams. I like, I got the Tim Tams, those Tim Tams are about 80 pesos, I think, in the mm -hmm. conversion. Yeah, they're about 80 pesos each. Whoa. And yeah. then, and I then I loaded over about. Here is, it's like 140, 150. Yeah, yeah for that. For the same, for exactly the same. Eight. Yeah. Whoa. And I um and so basically I just loaded my bag with like sixteen of them and flew here. <laughs> by way of Singapore. Thank you. Thank you. Well, so here we are, Valentine's Day special. Really, I have nothing against Valentine's Day, if I'm being perfectly honest. I've been single for the last Early uh, tears. Last last uh, really? I mean, last years. last million years. <laughs> and my friends who are in very healthy, loving relationships celebrate them and I'm happy for them. Mm -hmm. I also, I've always been of the opinion that you don't need, I mean, you don't need the day mm -hmm. to be extra expressive. That can happen yeah. on any day. Exactly. Exactly. So why is Valentine's Day such a huge thing? It's... Um, commercial. Commercial, yeah. It's it, commercial. it's it, it, it's exact. It's a hallmark holiday. Yeah, it's, it's a, in it's the, a, the truest sense of the word yeah. because you buy Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, you buy Valentine's Day cards. You buy flowers. You buy chocolates. You buy candy. You draw. Will you be my Valentine? Then send it to a person. Or yeah, that yeah. That that's that that approach never worked for me for some reason. <laughs> it didn't work for me either. <laughs> and then you know. Little flower friends. <laughs> Uh, I actually never experienced the thing in high school where you get serenaded and stuff because I went to an all-girls school. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, <laughs> there's the punchline. There's the punchline. <laughs> punch but um, I've heard a lot of high schools. I mean, from my other friends. Uh huh. That you know they would have this thing in school where um, either the student council holds this um, event thing where they would gather donations from people and then they would get like the school choir to go to classrooms and then serenade someone because of an, an anonymous valentine. So like, so like the choir would go to a room and suddenly there would just be and they call it puppy love. <laughs> Yeah, oh kind of like that. And then there would be chocolates and flowers, and then and none embarrassed, for Gretchen, and, and for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and none for Gretchen Wieners. Okay, so um, I'm married. Yes, you are. Yes. yes, I am. Which brings us to one of our questions. Okay, go for it. So, how did you and Megan get together? Okay, oh. so this is gonna be like the geekiest thing, which is perfect for sodium exposure. Exactly. <laughs> So my wife and I, uh, this is going to be so, such a sodium exposure um, specific thing. So my <laughs> wife and I met because she had heard of a deviant art group I ran way back. Uh, when. Oh wow! Yeah. Deviant art group. Deviant art. Yeah. <laughs> We've both since moved on from there, but my um, people are still trying to keep the group active. Uh huh. Tangent. Anyway, um, at that point, I think it was like 2010, late 2010. Mm -hmm. I was starting a podcast of my own, which was based on the art group mm -hmm. who wanted to talk about Pokemon stuff. Mm -hmm. And I ran the first I episode. This. Yeah, I ran the first episode on my own. 
And then I said, I'm looking for a co-host. And I'm taking applicants, please send stuff here. She was the only applicant. I see. I see. So, okay, we started, um, we started talking, got on Skype. Um, for the recording, we recorded a full like year and a bit's worth of um, podcasts. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it went on, I mean like, yeah, it went for quite a bit and then it pod faded. So basically it's like, okay, cool. We're not really, you know, doing any more of this stuff. We'll just let it end there. It kind of ended on a high note. Um, and then obviously because I'd gotten to know her, we were friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten to hang out a little bit. And then right around... 2011, mm-hmm. um, like midway into 2011, at some point I just went, hey, shot in the dark, would you like to go see a movie with me? Uh-huh. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, she'd never been in a relationship before, and mm-hmm. I've been in a couple. So, okay, we went and um, we went and saw a movie, and then we hung out for a bit. I went over to where she, she lived, and it was just clicked. It's like, okay, I'm really, um, I'm really attracted to you. I find like you're great. You're amazing to hang around with. Um, and like, and then I think a, a couple of weeks later, she's like, I'd like you to meet my family. Kind of. Oh, yeah, but... yeah, just kind of jump. Like, but so, like, I'm like, okay, I want you. The, the her situation was is that this is her first relationship, so it's like, mm-hmm. ah. okay, okay, that's understandable. Yeah, it's like, hey. Um, you know, if we're gonna see each other, I want you to. I want you to see my my mom. I want you to see my dad. I want you to see my family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I went over to her place and I got to introduce her family. And her family and I gelled well, mm-hmm. really well. Like my relationship with my mother-in-law now has started from there, and she just we just hit it off really well. And had a great relationship mm-hmm. with that. Got introduced to her dad, like, and there was that that sort of rapport as well introduced her to my family and my family were like okay cool so this is you know this is the guy that that, that Gino's seeing now and stuff and that kept going and then we just hung out and dated and you know we were seeing each other we were effectively going steady at that stage and that carried on for about three years mm-hmm. and then in um in late 2013 I was like um, I was thinking to myself it, it's I should really work on getting um, this sorted out. Like I want, I want her in my life like forever. Um, so I got a, I got an artisan blacksmith to make me uh, a ring. Now she hates, she hates those rings where the diamond sticks out. So yeah. um, that sort of pendant the um, engagement ring was off. So what I got him to do instead was I made him a, um, uh, I got her to, sorry, I got him to make a ring of titanium mm-hmm. um, with two dragonflies because dragonflies were our thing it's like it's a symbol of um, spring and summer I got two dragonflies to move around a ruby that's in the middle but I also got the ruby to be inset so that it wouldn't stick out over oh, the ring so itself cool. um, I don't remember if I got a picture of it but yeah no I got it and then um, I basically didn't tell anyone and then people just found out naturally that I was planning to do this and I said Shut up, everybody! I'm gonna pull this off, and so I invited. Shut um, up, everybody! I'm doing this. I'm doing this. This is happening, mm-hmm. and then I got, um, I got some friends of mine, and we said, okay, this is the pretense of a picnic. Um, so, 
so my so Megan was suspecting it, <laughs> but I had pulled off so many red herrings before that she was like, okay, he's probably like we're just gonna have a picnic kind of thing, and <laughs> if if I do some really weird stuff, I'm probably just pranking. So we make our way to there's this mountain up in the south coast in near Sydney called Mount Kira, um, and so we're there for a picnic, hanging around with people, and we're like, okay, let's go check out the view, um, and and then I just low-key pass my camera over to my friend mm -hmm. so they can go they go on the lower level megan and i go on the upper level and so we're chatting about it and it's like okay this is nice weather huh and like yeah and it's like it's it's really nice that we got to spend the picnic up in here and then she turns and i'm on my knee <laughs> and i'm like my adventure with you has been amazing and i just want to keep going will you marry me Aww. and she said yes <laughs> Look Sorry. at Maggie. Oh my god. I'm a sucker for these sort of models. There you go. So we and then we um and then we got married the following year. <laughs> and then we um we basically honeymooned partly in Singapore and partly here. Um mm -hmm. the honeymoon was a, like it doubled up as a meet the family kind of thing. And that's where you mm -hmm. got to know her. Yeah, like, in yeah, person. Yeah. But like you'd, you'd obviously heard of her before. Before before. Yeah. Um, but like bringing her here in person was fun. She like she it loves her. She hit it off with the family. She hit it off with everybody, and it's just constant reinforcement that I made the right choice. Because mm -hmm. it's like I was always nervous that she like she hit the wrong nerve with somebody. But no, so far it's been like I, smooth sailing. I love her. I know. I know she's, you do. You're so excited when she comes over. Oh, she's she's so I don't know. There's just this aura around her that's so. You know, I just wanna hang out over there. Yeah, yeah if you remember the first time that I met her, I was kinda really shy around her. Yeah. Mostly because I really wanted to get to know her better. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can. It's. Rika would know this, I'm like that around new people all the time. Mm. Yeah. No, but she's like, she's, she's friendly. She's mm -hmm. taken a. Like, it took her a while as well to come out of her shell. But mm -hmm. I think we did each other really good. Like, she's helped ground me, so I'm not like flying all over and doing <laughs> stupid, crazy stuff. And she's mm -hmm. been like she's been the grounded one as well. So she's she's helped a lot. Um, she's the one that calms me down. She's like yeah, we just it's such a complimentary relationship. We hit it off so well. That's that's really nice. Yeah, I'm happy for you guys. I'm just yeah, I miss her. Oh. oh. I literally called her um, about a couple of hours before I, I went here. I called her up and she's like, Hey, hon, why'd you ring up? I'm like, I just. I just wanted to check on how you were doing because she was helping. She was cleaning my studio essentially because I'm, oh. I'm a pig. Um, and my my recording studio at home is a sty. Um, and she's like, I will clean this up for you. I really wanted to have a go at it. I just needed your permission. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you can go go for it. Mm -hmm. And I don't. I usually don't like it because I don't like people like touching and rearranging my stuff. But it's like, okay, I need to surrender this bit to her and mm -hmm. let her clean. And I called her up and I said, um, Hey. Um, uh, I, I like she's like what do you call it? I miss you. Oh. I just wanted to hear your voice again, and I just lay down on the couch at my grandma's place and said, like, I just want to hear your voice. Let me know how you're doing. How's everything going over there? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that sort of stuff. Do, do you want to hear my airport story because it involves Megan? <laughs> well, if you want to yeah, share, it's fine. Okay, yeah, no, 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 this is sure. a funny one. Um, so I got to the airport yeah. um, a few days ago, um, and. I arrived here at five minutes to four, and usually what happens when I get here because my family's excited to see me is they're already waiting at the airport. Uh -huh. I just get, uh, I, I get there, 
I see dad or I see my uncle or I see my cousin, I get picked up, we get and to the car and we're out. Because yeah. I'm super safety conscious. Like I've just come from Australia where I like I've basically been spoiled by the security situation there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Super relaxed. Then I go to here, like yes, the country yeah. that has a security <laughs> warning from Australia. <laughs> like it, the literal warning from Australia for the Philippines is exercise a high degree of caution. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially I wouldn't at be surprised. Airport. I'm not surprised. Yeah, especially airports. And like my the nightmare scenario in my head is if I get there and there's no one to pick me up and I literally cannot get in touch with anyone. Oh no. So that scenario started playing out the moment I exited the arrival area. Because oh, no. I'm out there where everybody else is waiting for other people and I'm like, I don't see anyone here. Um, and so like, okay, I'll, I'll just let this sit for a minute. No, they're not here. Okay, call dad. Dad's phone isn't picking up. Call dad's Viber. Dad's Viber isn't picking up. Okay, I call my uncle because he's the one driving. His phone mm -hmm. would ring. Nope, number is incorrect for some reason. Okay, oh, no. I called my aunt. She's my emergency contact here. Ring, 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 ring. No answer. Oh my god. Okay, okay. I'm <laughs> properly starting to panic now. Um, and then I ring Megan up. She's like, hey hon, what's up? Hi hon, my flight landed. She's like, okay, that's good. Yep, and no one's here to pick me up and I don't know what's going on. And I'm starting to freak out because my nightmare scenario is playing out in full. And she's like, okay, 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 let's let's settle back here. And she's just walking me through the steps. Have you tried contacting your dad? Yes. Have you tried contacting your uncle? Yes. Is there anybody else's number you know? I tried contacting my aunt. She's not picking up. Okay. Have you tried contacting, is there anyone else from your family that's there? Like, not from my dad's side of the family. She's like, just keep looking. Okay, all right, all right. my cousin. My cousin's phone is here. Like, all right, call her and see what's up. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, call my cousin. It's like, um, hey, KG. I'm like, hey. Hey, uh, could you could you do me a really big favor and ring up either my dad or my uncle? Because I'm here at the airport arrival area and they're not, and I'm losing my mind right now trying to figure out where they are. She's like, okay, so I put that down. Apparently, she rallies the rest of the family, um, and then I managed to get in touch with my aunt, mm -hmm. and she's like, okay. Um, uh, She's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm at the airport. I am freaking out solid. Like, I'm upset. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm freaking out. Like, I want to get a grab, but it's impolite to do that if I'm, if I'm having my relatives come over. Like, I don't know where anyone is. No one is giving me any news. They're not here. Mm -hmm. It's like, were they supposed to be there to pick you up? I'm like, yeah, they were supposed to be here. It's like, are they okay? It's like, are they missing? So she's like, I'll do a couple of rings. I'll see what's going on. I'm like, okay, okay. all right, fine. Five minutes pass. Then 10 minutes, then 15 minutes, I ring Megan up and I'm like, this is not turning out well, I don't know what's going on. She's like, just give your aunt another call, see what's happening. Call my aunt. What's going on? So apparently they got the time of your arrival wrong. You, they, they thought you were arriving at 6.55. I'm like, oh good, alright, so are they on their way? She's like, yeah, they're on their way now. Oh my god. And then I put the phone down and then my dad rings me by a vibrator and he's like, Hey Gino, um, we are on our way to pick you up now. I'm like, okay, okay. And I put that down and I call Megan up now. I'm like, hey, they're not even here yet. Like they haven't even left the house. I'm like, I'm super upset now and I'm just royally freaking out. She's like, is there anywhere you can hang out that's safe? And look, it's like, okay, that's full, that's full. That's full. I'm gonna be at the Jollibee. I'm going to call them and I'm going to tell them to, to go get me at the Jollibee. Okay. So I call the, and she's like, that's okay, call me if you're feeling lonely or freaking out. Put the phone down, call dad up and say, listen, 
I'm going to go to the Jawan. I'm going to order food. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to hug my bag until you get here, and I'm not going to wait. <laughs> like, you're gonna see me right near Jollibee. Like, I'm gonna be sitting on one of the tables. Like, this is my coping mechanism now. Bye. Blah. And I go over to Jollibee, get the food, get it. An hour passes. And I call Megan up, and I'm like, no one's picking up again. She's like, that's okay, just keep trying. You'll eventually get there. At least you know they're on their way. Mm-hmm. And two hours after I got out of the arrival area, Dad finally arrives. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm super upset. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, we thought you were arriving at 7 o'clock. I'm like, where the hell did you get that idea? I sent you the exact times I would be arriving and the flight. Like, two things you could easily look up on Google. That's terrible. Oh, I was, it, I was so, I was feeling so bad and so upset the whole way down. But you know what? Like, mm-hmm. Megan was just game to receive all the calls yeah. and just walk me through it like she was she's the calm spirit in me the raging wind around her that's really nice sounds that sounds familiar yeah what oh yeah miggy's looking at me because um in my relationship i'm the angry person and nap is just the calm wind that you know yeah grounds me that's that's what you want though it's like but but in a relationship, um, and this is like this is an opinion thing. I mean, if it mm-hmm. works for you, it works for you. But in a relationship, you guys have to complement each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you make up for your you make up for your SO's differences, mm-hmm. and you yeah your powers basically combine, and you make you together are better than the sum of your parts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. <coughs> At one point, I did kind of know what that was like, mm-hmm. but then it wasn't—it wasn't, it wasn't all that great. Yeah. If I'm—if I look back on it now, we had a lot of great moments, but that's it. They were just moments. It wasn't like, like in all of those three years, I wasn't—I was sure of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. They, my SO was not. I remember the saying like, when you're wearing rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just turn out to be flags, mm. and that's what happened to me. Okay, hold on. Um, it's doing the robotic thing again. Okay, it's fixed. Uh, welcome back. Sorry about that. Um, it happens. Yeah. Okay, so... You were saying... About what? About you and... The ex? Yeah. yeah, and your precious moments. Ugh. There were a few. I mean, there was this whole birthday video. It's still on YouTube. Oh, maybe let's look for it. I didn't even know. I didn't even know how it happened. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was probably the sweetest thing ever anyone has ever done for me. Apart from you know buying me drinks and stuff in the more recent years, but at the time, this was the sweetest thing anyone had ever done for me. I don't know how it happened, but my. Friends were all in that video with birthday greetings, and it was to the tune of an Owl City song. Fireflies? Not Fireflies. Uh, uh, Seattle. Uh, no. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, one of the happy bouncy ones. Okay. Oh gosh. I don't know any of their songs. I was about to say it. Uh, he's he's got a lot of happy bouncy ones. He does. But yeah, uh, it was the sweetest thing, and I was just, aww. And then a year and a half later, we broke up. I mean, it was a year and a half later. A lot happens in 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, a lot happens. So I don't know if I'm gonna pass this to you so that you can have a look at it, but um, I sent this to Megan. I was in Singapore and I saw this and I took advantage. And <laughs> oh I, wow! This is so that is, that is cute. Oh, that's so adorable. <laughs> oh my god, this is so cute. Oh. I, I love that it's a mirror and all you can see is the top of your head. Yeah, I couldn't, like, I looked at it and I was walking in a crowd and I stopped and I'm sorry, it's Singapore, you interrupt the crowd, this is like you get the hate. Oh, no, I couldn't let that go, it's like, oh man, that's what I'm feeling. Mm, that's so cute. Oh. On the topic of love stories though, mm. Yeah. I want to hear you guys. Okay. Oh gosh, uh, it's, it's not that long. Okay, so um, Nap and I met um, because we were playing an RPG together. So a friend invited me to join this group uh, to play Scion. And he was there, he was a player, and then I was one of the new people. And then, um, you know, we just started talking, and then one time there was a group outing thing. We went out for ramen. There were, I think there were five of us. So we met up at Mega Mall um, in Power Books. I was kind of early, um, and they were late. Uh, he was, he and Chet were late because they got lost in Mega Mall. And you know, I kind of bumped into them. Yeah, some books fell. I had to pick it up, and then we went to uh, Hanamaruken in the Grove. Mm -hmm. uh, we took we took a long a long ish way getting there, and then we were there. We you know just started talking, and then stuff happened. And um, actually during um, Discord chats, like a couple of months later, I just started dropping hints <laughs> in chat whenever he's around. So. And then we started dating, and then um, there was this one, um, it was an overnight, we were supposed to just have this Pancet Canton party and then do role-playing. Oh my god, I have a for that later, but go on. This was at, um, this was at Ken's, mm -hmm. so, uh, so we were all there, <laughs> this is actually embarrassing because um, he was sitting on the couch. I was on the floor, and then he and Nap beckoned me to come over closer. So I scooted over, and then one of our friends just so is Rika and Nap together now? And they were like, um, <laughs> I just stopped and blank, and I didn't know how to respond. Stage one is denial. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea how to respond because you know we were we've been going up. Uh, together and we've been doing stuff together for some time at that point and then that question just happens and then we're like uh <laughs> we were definitely caught off guard but after that um we got to talking about it and then we were together <laughs> and that was two years ago yeah, that was two years ago. Your anniversary was recently. Yeah, it was That recently. I forgot. Uh-huh. And you had to remind me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was um that was recently. Yeah. Aww, yeah, it same. was um 
And then, actually, um, a few days after that, it was the cat scratch prom. Yes. Yeah, and that was the first time he came here, picked me up, and then I introduced him to mom and dad, and then we went. And that's where the infamous um, Facebook <clears throat> profile pic comes from. That thing went viral across <laughs> our friend groups. Yeah. Like, um, I don't even... Sorry, for the person who does not have a Facebook account. <laughs> <laughs> so here, let me just get it for you. For all the people who don't have Facebook accounts. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is. It's this one. Is there a Wi-Fi connection I don't know about that exists? Um, yes, maybe. <laughs> so You've been here. playing me this entire here. time. Oh my god. Yes, I remember seeing that. This is yeah, the... Showed me, yeah. This is the full photo. This is the one I took. Oh wait, yeah, no, this is the one Nikki took. Yeah, it um it was photographed by our friend Nikki, who was just snapping pictures throughout the event. And I don't know, I just felt like I had to use it as my hey, Facebook profile. Yeah, no. And I haven't taken it down. Neither ever of them since. have taken it down. And it's he's been also two using years. it as You know, touching noses is a symbol of exchanging breaths, but also that's adorable. <laughs> it, it was the it was the perfect shot. It, it was. Honestly, it was the best photo of the entire night. I wasn't even Cat Scratch crew back then, but I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And I think we touched this, touched that lightly in the previous episode when um, Denise Ings and Carlos were here. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about it like, for five seconds, maybe. <laughs> Among the comments on this photo is actually Kang. Mm. She's like, who are you? Oh yeah, um, I remember introducing Nap to my best friend Kang. Um, it, was, um, it was another cat scratch event. <laughs> she was all macho over the meeting. Like, who are you? What are you doing to my best friend? Super defensive. Yeah, I, I don't was. think I've ever seen Kang like that because she's usually well, like, she's usually gentle-ish. Like, not, <laughs> not full-on coming in with a swagger. Yeah, she was. I'm like, when when Rika's mom also entered the fray, I was like, Tita, he's a nice boy, Po. Yeah, and everybody kept defending him. I was like, oh, guys. Guys, we got this. Like, it would be... The, the best thing about best friends is that... Mm -hmm. um, like, best friends and good friends. Like, for us, when we got married, it was mm -hmm. a... I like called it quasi religious civil ceremony because mm. it's a civil celebrant, but it took place in a chapel. So, like, I, I fulfilled the conditions set upon us by the expectations <laughs> of our family. However, I also managed to make it a secular wedding, which is fine. Mm. Um, but the best friends, best friends make for really good signatories in your documents. <laughs> they, yeah, their best friends are, you know, the best. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Dark. That's why the end of ranking. <laughs> I, I feel like I should bump this post. Oh my god. No, please don't. Um, it's not even the anniversary of that photo yet, I think. Isn't it? <laughs> I think it's tomorrow. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that photo. No, the no, actual was, anniversary um, is on Thursday of that it's photo. On, yeah, it's on Valentine's Day. So. <laughs> I changed my profile photo to this on Valentine's Day. Thank you, Nikki, for this wonderful Amazing photo. Amazing photo, I yeah. have to say. And um, I, Tangent. I love this photo. Tangent, Cat Scratch Club is having prom again this year. 
and it happens um, on Saturday. This yes, this, um, this, this Saturday. This on Saturday. 16th. On the sixteenth, we are having prom. Again. The internet is for prom, y'all. So come down <laughs> dressed as your favorite meme. Mm -hmm. To catch two seven two, we'll have a fun night. Be there, or you know, be a sad person. Be there, or don't. Be a sad person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. On a tangent. Another thing. Um. My timeline when it comes to Rika mm -hmm. and Nap is that. Uh, oh no, he's gonna tell the story in his point of view. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't in Sion until. Later. Late. Much later. Not much later. A few months later, mm -hmm. lang. But by that time, the the ramen thing had already happened. Yeah. And during one Sunday, when we were at uh, gamers in, uh, at the gamers and GMs event. Uh, oh, no. I was downstairs with Che and Carlo and you know we were gonna go get and I was waiting for them because we were gonna go get breakfast I didn't know that Nap and Rika were already sort of kind of dating at the time and I saw them I saw them go down I saw them like head for and Che just pulls me back because I'm about to call for Rika and she's like she she stops me because I'm not about let them do their own thing and I'm like are they they would huh <laughs> yeah at at that point at that point we weren't really you know we haven't really gone public about each other yeah because we you know we were still pretty much testing the waters fast forward to ramen night uh, fast forward to Pancit Canton night at Ken's. Ev when we stopped because it was season finale I remember this quite well because oh, I got yeah, emotional that, was, that night that was the yeah <laughs> okay I remember what we were playing that night. I got emotional that night and someone died someone died <laughs> and when it was all over we were just hanging around I was gonna sleep I was sleeping on the couch <laughs> suddenly mm -hmm. people start coming down flocking towards me Migi are we getting up a thing and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I, I don't I don't think I could like as Rika's friend my first impulse was to protect her <laughs> like uh, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny even though that even though the following morning she took a picture of me sleeping which she always does I always do that I always do that if I wake up earlier than Miggy during a sleepover and, or something first thing she does and she does it because she <laughs> gonna, loves me like Photo. My sleeping face is never cute, <laughs> unfortunately. Sometimes it is, but you know. Yeah. I'm wrapped in attention because this is the first time I've heard all of this. <laughs> Sorry. Not no, yet. Not, that, that's not. That's like that's not a thing. It's just because I live in a completely different continent. Like I find out about stuff later on, but I, like uh -huh. it's not like I don't keep in touch with you. Like and I well, find out I about stuff. Yeah. It's like okay, you have an SO now. It's like that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I didn't even I didn't ask Rika about it because I figured she'd tell me. Mm. I didn't think she'd tell Rachel before she told me. Oh well, she was awake before you were. That's true. No, I mean <laughs> you told me much later on that it was official, official. Mm -hmm. Like. But I told everybody the day after that it was official, official. No, I was still asleep when you told yeah. me. Because you were asleep on the couch. We were uh, making coffee, and Rachel was up. Um, I think it was also Ken and Carlo. Yeah. When I finally woke up, there was like, huh? <laughs> and I didn't think to ask because the first thing on my mind was because I smelled coffee. So I grabbed my coffee and I was like, uh, 
<laughs> she, I do not function well in the morning. In the morning, yeah. Nikki is not a morning person. Mm. So I've got a question for you with regards to this. Like, are you like the longest together couple in your friend group? Um. No, it's Creole and Peter. Okay, so Creole and Peter uh, like have, have been they've together. been going on for like forever. Forever, right? So like, does that does that usually translate into group dynamic as like because they're the longest served in the relationship? They're like, okay, like what what are they doing that we can I, take on like template? I don't know. Um, I don't really uh, compare my relationship with someone else's because i know they have a different situation that we do yeah but it's like but, i wasn't getting at that it's like it's not but it's not they about are kind of couple goals because they're adorable together mm. versus my couple goal is rika and nap because they're like <laughs> yeah so because we're like like so here's the thing like because it's because because we've been married now for like four heading into five years wow yeah um, where are the couple goals for everyone? Yeah. <laughs> because like we're we're the we're the like we're effectively the vanilla couple. Oh. I wouldn't say it's a vanilla couple. It's just like, mm -hmm. the, but we're the but we're the, the steady going couple. The, yeah. We're we're you know we're not launching at each other. We're not the fight couple. We're not the angry couple. We're the we're the couple that just you know rides through it and mm -hmm. ride, takes everything in stride kind of thing. I, 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 I would prefer that sort of like I don't want the whole if I'm with someone there has to be heat there has to be fighting no I, I want like we flow we, we, we yeah. like water yeah. yeah yeah exactly that's actually nicer than you know uh, fighting a lot yeah it, it makes for it makes for it mm -hmm. makes for great shenanigans honestly yeah, it does but also yeah if you if you just talk about the things that you know that hey I actually told Nap this in the first few days of our relationship that you know I have anger issues so you'll have to deal with that and he said okay I'll you know he he grounded me and helped me through it so and he does this is why this is why they're my couple goals because like Rika, I sometimes have anger issues. I'm not as visible as she is because she turns but into a raging I... volcano. <laughs> I, yes, I, I, I I'm I'm basically uh, the rift in Pacific Rim. Yep, yep. You <laughs> never know when a monster's gonna come out. <laughs> She's seen me angry all of three yeah. times. But um, I would like I mean, I know I have a handle on my own anger mm -hmm. these days, but it would be nice that if I ever get into another relationship, it would be nice if they were someone who could, who understood what it's like to be as angry as I am. Mm -hmm. Someone who could communicate with me. Because that's, that's always been my problem every time I've dated anyone. Mm -hmm. They're not great at communication. Oh, yeah. Or... Things get lost in translation because I my my default is English, theirs isn't, mm -hmm. and they think I'm talking down to them when I'm really just trying to communicate. Yeah, that's always been the worst thing about dating for me. Like, 
I'm not trying to talk down to you. It's just this is my default, and I can't. I tried. Unfortunately, when I speak Tagalog, I sound ruder. That's fair mm-hmm. enough. Like that's that's yeah, usually how um, I come of sounding yeah. as well. And it's why I prefer to communicate in English in because English, yeah. I know what my tone is like mm. in Tagalog and in Chavacano. I come off as rude. Yeah, mm. I come off as like some street person. Exactly. That's who that's cusses a lot. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I. I basically. I, I come off as what's the Tagalog word for it? Suplado. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Same. So I just default to English because I have a lot more control over intonation in English than language right? in Tagalog. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> language aside, you're right. Communication is key. Like for Megan and I, I think we're each other's ground when it comes to angry stuff. We are, mm-hmm. we're angry about different things. Mm-hmm. She's angry about some things. I'm angry about other things. But it's just knowing, um, knowing when in the relationship you're the ground versus they're the ground yeah. um, and just switching modes um, and there's the other thing um, in addition to communication I'd say is um, you learn to compromise yes you do you're not it's like it's not your show the entire way mm-hmm. um, like I've, I've learned to surrender things to Megan Megan is pretty much she's not she's a super chill not fussed person so I actually get away with a lot more than I would otherwise be getting if it was a purely, like, fully egalitarian mm-hmm. thing. But, you know, she's she's happy to let me, she's happy to let me take charge in, in a bunch of things. But I do have to, res- like, there's, obviously I respect the fact that she will want to do certain things a peculiar way. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have to let that go from my head. It's like, but it doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just really have to find the balance between you and the other person. Mm. Or else it's not really gonna work. Yeah, balance. I mean, every couple, I think, struggles with balance. It's something they all they have to constantly work toward. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it in my parents. I've seen it in my friends. I've seen it with my cousins, and somehow their relationships have worked out. Hmm. And sometimes it just begs the question for myself, like, like, what the heck is wrong with me? You, you know that <laughs> moment of, you have to ask yourself, uh-huh. what's wrong with me that I can't seem to be in a relationship or something? Yeah, but then I eventually got to a point where I was just, you know what, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I think, I mean, when I was younger, I was kind of like that, but then... I got more comfortable with myself, and I just stopped caring. Mm-hmm. I think I think for like I think to just go into a relationship, you have to be okay with you mm-hmm. as well as a person. Yeah. Because it's like otherwise, otherwise the other person effectively acts as your crutch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like uh, RuPaul says: if you can't love yourself, how, how the in the hell, hell you are you gonna else? love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? <laughs> <laughs> Right, so it's it's really um, you have to take care of yourself first before you can do that for someone else. So we're effectively in like different stages of the relationship at this point, right? Married, mm-hmm. long time dating, long. single AF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I believe you seek to be very diverse. It's so <laughs> hey, hey, it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. We tried. We tried our best. <laughs> no, 
but it's always great to get like for any discussion especially when it comes to something as mercurial mm. as love mm. it's great to have three perspectives mm. like one where um someone's been in love a long time <laughs> someone's been in a very steady relationship they put a ring on it already oh yeah, yeah. Oh, if yeah, you believe it, it these rings match by the way oh the, the dragonflies on my ring link up with the dragonflies in her, and when they do, the couplet is in order. You can actually read the couplet in the ring. Oh, oh that's so cute. Yeah. Is that custom made also? This is custom made by the same the guy. Same my uh, my best man called him the uh, the blacksmith from Mount Doom because he's in New Zealand. Oh, wow. That makes sense. <laughs> wow. Uh, but it's, it's, um, it's... Like, people are like, oh, make it in gold or make it in silver. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know if my wife is allergic to either mm. of those. So, you know what? Clinical grade titanium. The only yeah. thing, I, like, I can push for, like, platinum or tungsten. But you know what? This this is does fine. The hand will be gone long before the ring is. That's true. And you can pass it down as an Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like, these are one of a kind rings. Mm. I do love what the, um, I do love what, so another couple I know, instead of getting rings, they got, um, they basically got a tattoo mm -hmm. um, of their of their spouse's name on the ring finger. Yeah, on the ring finger. That's so cute. It is, and it's like, okay, look. Sorry, I was rendered speechless because that's like that's hardcore commitment. That's hardcore. Yeah, yeah. that is like commitment. Commitment with a capital C. Yeah, absolutely. Because tattoos are permanent. Yeah, getting them lasered off is like painful. Yeah. Like the ring finger too. And like it, yeah, nerve the endings. Hand, yeah, nerve endings all over the place. Yeah. The hand I heard is the most sensitive part to be tattooed. Mm. Gosh. Yeah. No. It's it, it's great that um, a lot of couples these days are more versatile mm -hmm. in terms of like the way they choose to express commitment. Mm -hmm. Especially since couples these days are more versatile anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some some couples get tattoos, some get custom-made rings, others still decide where they're gonna get married together. Mm. Mm. I have friends who, who've like decided that they're going to become food for trees when they die. Mm. Wow. I want to become dice. Well, your ashes and dice? Mm -hmm. I will wreck your games forever. <laughs> the spirit of Gino has blessed us. Yeah, or cursed the... you depending on who's running. <laughs> I am capricious. Deal with it. <laughs> if I if I could choose to become either an any inanimate object, I would probably choose to become dice molds. Mm. Mm. I want to be a tree. A tree is nice. Yeah. But my, um, this is Valentine's Day. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. You went on that. You <laughs> went on that specific you, tangent. Yeah, you. No, were talking but, about you were talking about custom rings and commitment. Um, yeah, but commit, everybody, everybody's. And then and then you went to like couples who want to die and be trees and be trees well, and like you know. Okay. At least they're not Romeo and Juliet, so young. Yeah, so but they, they are also trees. Uh, or, oh, uh, I don't know what happened to them. Uh, they died. Yeah, I know they died. <laughs> Thank you. Hashtag spoilers. But <laughs> <laughs> At this point. <laughs> At this point, if you don't know how Romeo and Juliet ends, you're probably, yeah. too, rock. you're probably too young to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Stop Please, right if you, now. If you don't know how Romeo and Juliet ends, I only have a one-word recommendation for you. Read. Yes, please, read. Go back to school. But, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, 
it expresses itself different ways. Mm -hmm. um, like it can it can be as simple as like custom rings or you know like we commit to put our names on a stone somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or the funniest thing I've ever seen, locks, locks, oh, yeah. padlocks. Padlocks. It's yeah. like oh this is permanent and when the padlock's gone it's like I'm like you guys know that people come in with steel cutters like every six months and wipe that slate clean. Yeah, that, um, I forget where it is, but it's this, like, fence mm. with a lot of padlocks. There's, there's the, one, there's, there's a few spots in, uh, there's a few spots where I'm from or where mm. you've got those. Yeah, and they call it love locks or something. Mm. And then you get a padlock, you put your name and your SO's name and then you put it there. Yeah, but they remove those after a while. They do. They do. They, 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 like <laughs> they I do. said, they clean the slate after six months. Then what's the point? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so like, if I'm gonna padlock, if I'm gonna do something that permanent... I do it in a house that we buy together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like put it in the front of the house. Yeah. When we lock up. Yeah. Right. That way you know... That, that way it's your house and that padlock is used every day for the and, rest of your lives. Yes. Yeah. And you know, as far as household spirits go, that thing is going to be super strong. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I like that. Nap, if you're listening, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, 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 have, I, I had this classmate in photography, mm -hmm. in photography 101. Well, not 101. Um, the class that my dad teaches, mm -hmm. he put me through that. I had classmates who were going through. Um, they were about as far as as far as as far along as Gino was in their relationship, and they were they were working on getting kids. Oh. And I was like, "You're in the Philippines. How? I mean, it was amazing to see that they were that committed, because even in the LGBTQ community, commitment is." A difficult mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. and for them to be at the stage where kids are the next step I was like oh yeah, I'm not sure if I want kids yeah for for some couples kids are the goal for some couples mm, a bunch of cats yeah, yeah. for some or couples a <laughs> bunch one, of dogs yeah. Or dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... it's true like the fur family has become a more like a bigger thing nowadays yeah because yeah, it's um... I mean, with the way the world is right now, I don't think I would want my kid to experience this. Mm. I share that same opinion. Like, mm -hmm. when my parents once asked me, are you ever going to marry? Are you going to ever have kids? I was like, I don't see enough light in the world mm. yeah. to bring a kid into it, mm -mm. let alone tie myself down for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. My, 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 my mother and my mother-in-law kind of make it easy for us to like, Hey, do you guys want grandkids? Like, nah, no rush, you can wait. You can wait. <laughs> yeah. See, See, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. I have... And my mom, that, that's like the one thing my mom's salty about because she knows I'm not gonna pop a kid anytime soon. I have four cats and those are her grandkids for me. <laughs> but, you know, she's happy because my sister as a baby boy and she gets videos daily <laughs> so you know what i think that is that's basically the heat just gets taken away from you yeah because that's that's the same with my family like they're like because i'm one of on in my generation i'm one of two 
um, I'm one of two people in yeah who have married, mm -hmm. um, and my cousin in the U.S. had had a kid. It's like heat off, we're done, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. And then it started to come back to us, and he had another kid. It's like heat off. I'm like keep popping them out. We're good. <laughs> we're good. We don't have to deal with it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess um I'll be fine until until Jack grows up. When he can't be carried around yeah. by your mama no more. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm gonna get another kitten. <laughs> right now, everybody who's asking us for kids, I know is genuinely just asking it because they want the kid they can play around with once they're in. Mm -hmm. And my, we have a retort for this. Like, we've mm -hmm. built a retort for this. When are you gonna have, uh, when are you gonna have kids? I'm like, I don't know, when are you gonna bankroll it? <laughs> I like that. That is a like, you gotta sponsor this? Because you didn't That's sponsor a... the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I like my response. Maybe, um, maybe I'll... That, that's legit. The, that's, the, that's legit the big thing. Because it's, it's also... You've got to think about it as well as... Like, bringing a kid into the world, I reckon it's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. But the cost associated with that in this day and age... Mm -hmm. um, like, I live in one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in. It's a nightmare. Like, yeah. um, Megan would have to stop working effectively just to take care of the little one. And yeah. when they got old enough to do something, what? We would send them to childcare, which is, again, one of the most lucrative industries in one of the most expensive oh, yeah. cities in the world. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, I don't... It doesn't. Like, fellow families, fellow families have retort for this. It's like, oh, why don't the, why don't the grandparents take care of it? I'm like, because my mother-in-law has a back problem and suffers from fatigue issues. Mm -hmm. And my my mom is working two jobs. It's just yeah. not feasible. Mm -hmm. Like to yeah. be perfectly honest, like if you're willing to put the time, energy, and money into making this project happen, yeah, we'll take it on. Like yeah. put it in writing. <laughs> we'll, we'll do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if if you're not actually willing to to back this up, if all you're really asking me is when do I get my next plaything, mm -hmm. then I'm not obligated to provide you with anything. Exactly. Yeah. It's really expensive, like um, prenatal care, postnatal care, and then, I mean, all, all the other stuff that comes with it. Mm. And it's not just, it's not just in terms of, um, it's not just in terms of financial cost, it's in mm, terms it's, of um, time a, and opportunity. Yeah, it, and it's also a long-term thing, you have to take care of a life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and it's not gonna stop at one. Pretty much until they're independent, asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> Condition. There isn't. Yeah. I mean, look. If the baby boomer generation has done its absolute best to screw the millennials and Generation Y, I wonder what our kids like. I wonder what the generations after us are gonna be oh God, stuck gonna with. Be so mad. I know. They are... They're gonna blame us <laughs> for yeah. not trying our hardest to like to convince to convince the generations should... above us to change their minds. Well. well excuse. <laughs> We've been doing that. We've yeah. been trying. Oh yeah, heck yeah. We've been trying. It's just that there's it's just that at this point we're just waiting for them to die. Off. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. And then you've got Enrile with his horcruxes. <laughs> oh god. I don't think he's gonna die. He's... I think he's immortal. Yeah, um has anyone checked to see if he has a heartbeat? Or he's or he's secretly a lich? Just Every time, you, every time you eat a can of Delimondo, that's another no, thing. No, yes, different. legit. Look, so, alright, look. Philippine Senate, which which house is he in? He's like, he's in the, the he's Senate in the house. Senate? Okay, look, Senate, Senate Inquiry Committee, right? 
I, I will proposition the bill and hand a thousand pesos to the person who goes, let's look for his phylactery. <laughs> you should. God. I mean... It's, hi it's hiding somewhere in the bench, I know it. It's probably a stapler or something. <laughs> Destroy the stapler, he crumbles into dust. <laughs> I I'm leaving. I'm leaving the country in a week, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's just that he's very, he's very long lived, and he when it is. comes to the generation above us, one, they're hard to convince because they're very set in their ways. Two, they're all of them are in power. Three, it's gonna take a while for the rest of us to get into power. Mm. Yeah, especially with the way things are going. Yeah. I mean political dynasties. <laughs> it's um. It's it's, it's huh. such a okay. So this it's such. A Pinoy thing, or yeah, it's such a Pinoy thing actually. Um, political it's, dynasties that the local elections we have in my city in Sydney mm -hmm. have a father and son political dynasty. They're both they're both Pinoy, Whoa. and they're both serving as councillors in the city. And I'm like, will you people stop voting these guys in? The other dude can't even name the immigration policy properly. Oh my god! How did how did they? So Blacktown, where I live, has like uh -huh. the, one of the highest demographics of Filipinos. Uh, yeah, and believe you me, the rich Pinoys are more conservative than you think. Wow. Remember, these are the people who have managed to uproot themselves and migrate to Australia, right? Yeah. Yeah. The number of progressives, or the number of people who, who lean away from voting in political dynasties, are surprisingly few and far between. Like their generation uh, like their kids' generation my generation mm -hmm. we're starting to look away from that yeah but they're still a really good voting block so that's that's true i think that's also the problem here yeah. i mean there's still more people who are in that generation who will not budge and just vote for you know the name and not their background mm. which is you know what we're trying to fix yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're getting, getting there. there. We're getting there. A few yeah. more years and more of them will... And maybe our Valentine's Days won't be as... Um, um, for some of us, it won't be so in the closet yeah. as true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But quite recently, mm -hmm. I've seen a lot more... A lot more people who are brave enough to walk. Like, in broad daylight. Mm. Not, not a care in the world. And there are a lot more people who just don't... Who just don't give them a hard time. Mm -hmm. If you tried this in the early 2000s, people would give you a hard time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd yeah. get stared down, you'd, you'd get, be told. You'd be criticized. You'd be told, there's a child here. Yeah. But okay. at least people are less hard on LGBT these days. But mm -hmm. there's still that stigma. That if you're uh, two guys in a relationship or two girls in a relationship, yeah, there's still If you're anything other friction. than a man and woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, recently um, at work, because uh, uh, I've been saying my boss has been into RuPaul's Drag Race recently and he's been, you know... Um, yes, queen work! Yeah, he's been doing that a lot at work. Uh, we were talking recently about why uh, why there is no local version of it here in the Philippines. It's just not gonna work because Filipinos as much as they you know as much as we're out with our LGBT friends as much as you know we support them 
a lot of people still don't respect that decision actually so if we do have a something like RuPaul's Drag Race here in the Philippines it's not gonna be um, the same series it's probably gonna be like I mean, some a typical massa game show I've, yeah. I've seen what I've seen what you all did ridiculed. to Big Brother yeah. oh, oh god this is like the tamest it's it's like the tamest least interesting show Terrace House has exactly the same degree of um, wackiness in it and I'd rather watch that Terrace House is funnier. Terrace House, well, Terrace House, Terrace House pushes, like, doesn't really push the envelope yeah. any, right? Mm -hmm. But as far as vanilla relationshipy content goes, I'd rather watch that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just... I mean, they. I know they're trying to play the whole wholesome card, but at the same time, do you think that if you stick... Teenagers. I don't know, t 12 teenagers in a house, ain't nobody going bone? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the least they could do is put a bowl of condoms in every room. Yeah, mm. at the very least, if these you know, kids if, bone, if, if they if they got a bone, at least do it, you know, responsibly, responsibly, and be safe about it. If people decide to explore their sexualities, go right ahead. At least there's a counselor there that yeah. can help them through it, providing Just, that this counselor is also aware enough. But, like, you know, help them your that. counselor better be woke, or this is gonna even like this is gonna go yeah, back like, worse than it, than it started. There has to be respect towards the person's choice, mm. or you know, just the way they were born, mm -hmm. which is not straight. So the the thing the thing that I've seen with my family, uh, mm -hmm. sorry, fam, I'm not telling which fam it is in particular, um, is <laughs> there's the so. One of my cousins is um, in a relationship. I'm not talking about my fam here. <laughs> okay. One of my cousins is um, in a relationship with, with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, Same-sex relationship. Okay. And, and I'm like, that's cool. Like, I'm chill with that. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, your, it's your decision to make. It's your responsibility. It's your, it's your call and all of that. Her mom, though, her mom is like, I'm not happy about this. I this got that kind of like I'm constipated, but I'm not really. It's just the anger that's you know stuffing up the gut. Oh, yeah. um, and the advice that was given to her is like, oh hey, just let it go and tolerate it um, until they decide to tie the knot. And I'm like, whoa, hold your horses, move it back to the corral. Wait, wait, wait a minute. minute. You don't put a condition. Period. I was like, this isn't. This isn't like a phase thing. If yeah. she's committed to this sort of thing and it happens, it happens. It happens. Just put on your, like, I'm gonna put on my deal with it glasses and watch you scramble for this. But honestly, like, if you're going to go so far as to, like, to place preconditions on how far the relationship can go, hell. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, I'm not for nothing, but if we're going to be absolute hypocrites here, I'm going to throw out every skeleton hiding in the closet <laughs> to show you how stupid this is family-wise exactly. for you to oppose this. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, in my, in my, my, um, when it comes to, like, who I am, mm -hmm. uh, as far as I know, my parents are unaware. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, they think I'm straight. Mm -hmm. I'm totally not. <laughs> You're definitely not. I'm totally not. My sister has taken the initiative to try and educate them. 
mm-hmm. then there's more than just the typical form of love which is mm-hmm. a man and a woman it's 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 been a pretty long road for both mm-hmm. my parents i still have not told them mm-hmm. if they ever listen to this podcast surprise oh god <laughs> hashtag spoilers hashtag spoilers but um it's difficult for me to say whether or not my parents would tolerate who i am or if they even accept it but they do accept the fact that i am not looking actively for a relationship mm-hmm. that i don't want to have kids mm-hmm. they that they can accept i don't know if they can accept the fact that i'm gay it's funny enough mm-hmm. that after my boyfriend and i broke up years ago mm-hmm. when when my mom and dad noticed that he wasn't coming around that we weren't hanging out that i wasn't going out to meet him anymore mm-hmm. my mom was like did you two break up I swear my heart dropped right through my asshole. <laughs> I was Uh-oh. like, oh, what? Break up? I mean, you know the whole vehement denial thing? Mm. Like, what, like, what do you mean break up? You, you, you're not friends anymore. And I was like, oh. Oh, oh, yeah, no, we're not friends anymore, yes. Friends, us, not. Okay, us, yes. Friends, not. Status no, good, not. Yeah, yeah, status, status different. Error, yes. error, error. <laughs> I was like, at, at this point, I'm my friends are all telling me you've told me mm-hmm. they probably know yeah they probably know and they're just waiting for you to open up yeah but i i, I can't because of the way that i've seen my parents <laughs> react my mm-hmm. dad in particular mm-hmm. the way that he reacts towards lgbtq people mm-hmm. they're either disgusting or a joke mm-hmm. and that's difficult to deal with like I, I i love my parents very much at some point they were also my couple goals because my dad is a total dork, mm-hmm. and my mom is a tsundere. <laughs> and I just realized where I got it yeah, from. Yeah, you, you are, you kind of are a tsundere. Mm. Yeah, that's me. Like I'm, but for a tsundere, I'm pretty affectionate, <laughs> which is weird. So correct me if I'm wrong here, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna confirm a, a stereotype that uh-huh. I grew up in culturally here. Mm-hmm. So. When you're talking about a gay person, especially if you're talking about a gay man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. If you're talking about a gay person here, the gay person society tolerates is the gay person you see on television. The crazy flamboyant one. Yes. Yes. And the full on one. Because, like you said, they come across as a joke. Yeah. In anything it's, um, for comedy humor. It's, um, they're, they're played off for humor. Yeah. Yeah, they're played off for humor, for entertainment. and. Yeah. God forbid they're a gay person who acts like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that seems to be the that seems to be the stereotype that carries in, and just hearing what you've said, that actually sounds like it's still the case. Nothing's changed. It, yeah, in like nothing's years. changed. Some people have changed, but not a lot of adults are like. They're not very accepting. Yeah. No, because it's like I I hear like there are celebrities who have come out and it's all of that, and the the comment I hear is like this is a phase thing. Yeah. 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 We, um, like let's take Jake Cyrus for example. Yeah. When he came out as trans. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, the everybody. whole sayang naman." This is, you know, it's too bad he was so pretty, or stuff like that. He's so talented. Why does he have to do this? This is who he is. Mm-hmm. Back away. Exactly. He can probably still well. He can probably still reach those notes, but those notes are different for him now. Mm-hmm. That's why he's more focused as a musician on um, rock music than the original belting it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's the same with um, Isa Segera and Yeah. That was I was gonna go with that particular example, but I don't know what the yeah. I don't know what her purchase is in, in contemporary um, society now. Uh his yeah, oh, his purchase. Yes. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Sorry. Terribly I, I, I sorry. Uh, like remember. I said, I haven't caught up in a long I while. I don't know what um, his... I, I, uh, I know that he and his wife are trying for yeah, kids for now. Kid. But okay. I can never remember what his per- what his they, name is. Yeah, I don't remember I, the name. I think it's Ice Sigera now? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I'm terribly sorry. I have not caught up. Um, I, was, I know yeah. that... All I know is that... Um, they're going for uh, a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been looking for um, a donor. Okay. I- I'm very happy for them. Mm-hmm. Same. You know? It's the same with. Um, I can't remember this one other couple. Uh, Angelina. Um, which. I, there's um, a few of them. Angelina and Joey. Me. Oh, uh, the Kings. Yes, the Kings. Mead Kings. Mead King, yeah. I I remember seeing them together, like in person. Yeah. And I was just like, that is the goal. Yeah, because. For um, that to be normalized. They just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. And everybody was just like, are you sure? From from straight couple to lesbian couple. And I was like, oh, damn, that is cute. But that was kind of cute. Hmm. Like the way they told their story was there was no you, you couldn't tell like it wasn't scripted at all you could tell that they were both we need to tell people this mm-hmm. because this happens mm-hmm. you can't keep it in the dark anymore yeah. mm-hmm. that there are couples who are who look straight one of them is actually LGBTQ yeah, yeah. or and it's kind of sad because you also see in the news or like in some uh, documentaries that there are LGBT people who marry into straight relationships just to please mm. family, and they suffer for it. Mm. I have friends mm-hmm. who it was one drunken night for them, mm-hmm. resulted in children, resulted in a marriage, but it was an open one. Mm. And they co-parent, like they mm-hmm. got the marriage. They divorced after mm-hmm. after a year or so. But they co-parent actively. The kid has basically two sets of dads mm-hmm. and a mom and a dad. And I'm like, see, this whole co-parent thing works. <laughs> there are different ways that love blossoms. There's like families and couples everywhere. And I'm like, Daddy 14 is going to be hell. Today, tonight is going to be hell. But, you know, instead of wallowing in a drink, mm-hmm. tonight I am going to visit... Uh, I'm gonna go to De- a Deus Ex Machina show mm. at the Yuchenko Museum. Oh yeah, tonight. Yeah, happy endings. The first of two shows for Fringe Manila. Ooh. Nice. And that oh, yeah, Fringe Manila is right now. It's happening. Forgot about that. Yeah, I'm pretty hopeful that in the future this will change because you know, as um as the millennials and the next generations grow up we're more accepting we're more you know we let things be mm. we're not we're not very close-minded which i'm very happy about <laughs> yeah it's always like 
it's always nice to hear like on my one discord crew one of them recently came out to their family and it was you know it was it was affirming mm-hmm. to see that even though this person was around my age and their parents are older of an older generation mm-hmm. the acceptance was there it was i had two reactions one mm-hmm. was the anxious reaction which was oh god oh god and the other one was just i'm happy that this has happened for you i know it's not going to happen for me well you won't know until you try and, but you know that's the that's always been what i've been most afraid of the rejection mm-hmm. and you know i'm happy that it happens for that the acceptance is happening for other people yeah when it can't happen to me yet because i'm not ready to face down that barrel mm. i'm not ready to straight up tell them mm-hmm. even though i've said it out loud in this podcast <laughs> and if you, you know tita tita you're listening please be understanding please be understanding <laughs> i mean it's not like it doesn't change who you are yeah, yeah. i'm always going to be the same snarky sarcastic child they know yeah. it just so happens that i'm never going to bring home a woman well unless it's me and i'm coming over to just hang out but That's you know it's a very different context <laughs> i'm never going to say hey um this is my girlfriend mm. I'm a girl and I'm a friend. Here's here's the cra- here's the crazy thing. <laughs> At one point, yeah. People used to mistake us for a couple. Yeah, like uh, way before. Yeah. Because, way before Nap was in the picture. Because um, Miggy is a very tactile friend, mm. so Miggy's very touchy, and yes. I allow that. So, you know, uh, we get a very touchy friend and you get me who's like, okay, that's cool, that's fine. And then people would see that and then they just assume. Yeah, because you're touching. It's like, oh, it's okay. Like, oh, okay, they're, they're touching, they're kind of hugging. Can, friends, but, friends are totally allowed friends to touch. Friends are allowed to see. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I've been doing that since I was in high school and that's why a lot of... Um, So all girls school and that's where I met Kang and Creole my best friends. Mm. And that's where a lot of the teachers thought that Kang and I were a lesbian couple because we're very touchy friends. That's true. <laughs> I can see where they're coming with that. It's wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's wrong to assume. Yeah. But um it also happened because Kang and I went to a homecoming a couple of years back and it just so happened we were twinning with our outfits and we were going yeah so we were at the homecoming and then we bumped into one of our teachers just so happened to be a religion teacher and she was like oh you two are still going strong and we're like um we're best friends Our friendship is stronger than ever. Get off our case. We've left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that was... I mean, it's kind of... Um, funny, but at the same time... Uh, I mean, I'm not lesbian. I'm more... Uh, I, ident- I identify as pansexual. I can go either way. All the ways. And... I don't really discriminate 
when it comes to you know falling in love and going in a relationship. So I mean, it, I mean, you know, it could have been, but Kang and I probably won't work that way. We are best friends, but you know, I mean, if she doesn't swing that way, mm. you know, I used to have friends who I, like. Yeah, I mean, we probably just didn't, you know, fully go there, but eh, could have been. I have friends who accused me of being in love with my best friend, but mm. my best friend from high school. Mm -hmm. And I vehemently denied it, mm -hmm. mostly because it really wasn't true. I have mm -hmm. zero romantic feelings for the man. Mm. I'm like, and they kept insisting and insisting, and I was just like, okay, stop. Yeah, I mean, sometimes your relationship with the person really just stops at friendship, mm. and it doesn't really go beyond that, and that should be fine. Mm. That's okay. It should be okay for you to, to just be friends, mm -hmm. no matter how attractive you look together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Like, there's really nothing wrong with being friends because I think that's a good, a very good relationship already. Hmm. Like, ima I mean, I imagine, like, my friends were like, you two would look great together. Mm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. actual tsundere. Yep, Miki is. And uh, yandere. No. Yeah, no, that's, that's a terrifying couple. <laughs> that's not a power couple, that's a stomp on you till you're dead couple. Yeah. Was it, um, so, funny story related mm -hmm. to this. Um, Chris, who is my partner in crime in all of our geocaching videos, uh -huh. um, has been mistaken for my wife way more times than I'm willing to go through. <laughs> it's like, they'll see her in the video with me and we're walking and it's like, is that your wife? I'm like, no, that's not my wife. You've seen my wife. Not every white girl I hang around with is my wife. <laughs> um, and it's just like, oh, it's like, is your wife okay with you hanging out with girls? And I'm like, yes. That is such a weird you know, concept. Yes, that's a very... You know, I hate that question. I hate that question because it's like, hi, um, we are secure enough in the trust between us that she can hang around with guys all she wants and I can hang around with girls and we can hang around with guys and girls and no questions will be asked. That right? trust is solid. It, it makes me so salty that there's always that, especially here, there's always that question of when a guy is seeing a girl, kailangan bakuran niya. Yeah, that's like it's it's so annoying because why can't people be friends? Yeah. Especially mm -hmm. I mean if you're in a relationship, it doesn't mean that the two of you have to do everything together yeah, all absolutely. the time. I mean like you're still two people. Yeah. You're still two individuals with lives of your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If so, that life happens to include hanging with other male friends or other female friends, yeah, because, who are you I mean, to stop it? The both of you have your own friend groups before you met each other. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean that once the two of you are in a relationship, you're not allowed to go to your friends again, right? Yeah. And vice versa. Mm. If like you happen to be in a friend group and you're the only one who's still single, yeah, that's it, fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Don't you can don't you can give feel, into the pressure. <laughs> you can feel the ninth wheel, tenth wheel, fifteenth wheel, all you like. 
these individual people are still your friends. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling some kind of way because you're by yourself, they're all you know, together. Or they're together with someone and they're there. You don't have you don't to feel pressured yeah. to be in a relationship yourself. Because that kind of motivation to get into a relationship is bad. Yeah, It, it you're, sets you're, up the wrong expectations. Yeah, it, it does set up wrong expectations. And you're probably going to regret it yeah. after a while. Mm, absolutely. As someone who has third and fifth wheel and tenth wheel a lot in Dang, the last few fun. years. <laughs> It's fine. How are you 10th mm. wheel? Who's doing a menage a trois? Yeah, how are you 10th wheel? Someone had to have been in a threesome. How are you 10th wheel? <laughs> oh wait, the other was a family. Okay. 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 Alright. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. I'm like, this just got spicy. <laughs> you would think that this is me <laughs> we're talking a, about. Who's in a threesome? Who was in a threesome? Well, no. So, I, I, yeah, do know, I, I do know friends who are in... Yeah, I, I have a... Um, I know people who are in open relationships, and that's fine. Mm. I mean, if that works for them and if their partner, the that's fine. That's great. But, you know, never use open relationship as an excuse to eventually break up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Mm. I, mean, I, I know to... someone who has done that, and yeah. I was just mortified by it. Yeah. You have to set, you know, certain boundaries. As an FYI, by the way, the ring grants me extra wheel immunity. <laughs> it's really weird. I like. I, mm-hmm. I felt so horrible as a third wheel before, mm-hmm. and now it's just like it just rolls off the back, yeah, like water. But that's because it's like this is tied to a partner ring a somewhere part, else. Yeah. So, whenever I hang out with Rika and Nap, and it's just the three of us, I'm like, oh. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we notice Mickey just. Staring at us with this ex- you laugh this, expression. You laugh this up though. Like you just mm, give me like all oh, that love. You know? Yeah, because you know, well, I kind of live vicariously through Rika. <laughs> wow, thank I- you. I'm happy that she got someone because we've spent a lot of our time just the two of us, mm. and it's sometimes, like, yeah. And sometimes we get to that angry part, like uh, couples everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I think we had like brunch ones and we were just drinking and watching people yeah (laughs) we were the ones who weren't in a relationship we were watching all these couples and like just bah humbug all over the place (laughs) yeah they're gonna break up after eight after like eight months oh do you see those two they look like they're about to have a fight (laughs) it was funny for us we were that yeah we were that part yeah mimosas and everything we were doing the whole shebang <laughs> yeah yeah and then when rika when rika and nap found each other i was just oh <laughs> he was i mean i mean i don't hang out with them as often as i i'd like to but that's because i am also very busy how but did, yeah how did you all react when i said i was engaged and getting married that, that was really excited that was been a weird moment that was actually i didn't see it coming, mm. and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> engaged and getting married. When did this happen? <laughs> you used to fly was... solo the whole way through, and yeah. Some... <laughs> and it was like, I was very happy for you. I, 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 there was a point where it ticked over, and I remember somebody giving me this advice, and it suddenly reflected in my head when I realized that 
like there are people you can live with and there are people you can't live without and she moved into that category and I'm like I can't lose this. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, okay. Yeah, go. So let's get to um, a new segment of our podcast where if we have guests, we ask them some questions you ask on a first date. Oh, oh yeah. shit. This is, <laughs> this is new. We started this it in episode this, one. This, um, yeah, this season. It's pretty new. Okay, uh, let me do I this. I feel honored and ter- terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be You'll fine. do fine. You'll do fine. Yeah, okay, be. let me guess. Hold on. Oh, okay. I need courage juice. Courage juice. Thank you to our sponsors today. Our unofficial. Uh, thank official... you to yep. Thank you to unnamed cola company Party Limited. <laughs> um, your uh, your it... wonderful nondescript, um, uh, undescribable color cola is smooth and to the touch and fizzles nicely on this audio recording. Please oh, yes, continue. <laughs> You're, you have the original taste, but with less sugar because of the sugar tax. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Wait, what's the... Um, I'm just curious. Okay, cool. Um, I, was, I was really interested in the sweetener. Keep going. Okay, so um, let me get a random number. And all right, first question. What would your perfect vacation look like? What my perfect vacation look like? Yeah. Um, it would be a nice long pan-European tour. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. That's 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 actually the holy grail for us. Mm. Is where would um, you go? Ooh, where would I start? Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's start with like yeah, basically like you know visit the major European cities. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to like go to Berlin. Go to Paris. And then start hitting the not the biggest like tourist traps. Go to Lyon, go to Frankfurt, go to Mainz, even. Um, go to Amsterdam, go to um, like hit Scandinavia. I want to oh. go to Svalbard because it's close to the Arctic Circle. Same. I want to, yeah, that's, that, that's one of the dreams. Like go to the Nordic countries. Uh, and also visit Katie in Uxbridge. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that. We told her we were thinking of going to the UK and she immediately started making preparations for our arrival. Oh my gosh. And I said, look, we're thinking about going here until I tell you that we have booked <laughs> flights. Nothing is confirmed. Calm down. I know you're excited. So am I. You, got, you gotta love it when your friends are excited for you to be there. Okay, next question. What's the strangest way you've become friends with someone? The strangest way I've become friends with someone. I distinctly remember being <coughs> glomped by somebody when I was like... <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. Hey. <laughs> we were young. <laughs> <laughs> we were. I we was were not prepared. I fell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we were very young. But it's um like the strangest way. The strangest way I think um, I ever became friends with someone, honestly, Mm-hmm. is the arid thing that oh. was the I got <laughs> I stuck in a camp with this guy I, re- I remember this story yeah and my way of coping was basically just talking about Pugut Baboy and just <laughs> I have to survive this sausage fest somehow mm-hmm. like not that there's anything wrong with sausage fests if you're into it yeah. but this was a YFC camp <laughs> this is youth for Christ <laughs> the sausages are strictly uh, like single serve 
Okay, um, last question. What's the most interesting fact you know? <laughs> oh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, so the Czech Republic is called Chechia. They call themselves Chechia. Oh. They, they passed a resolution to make it Chechia. Okay. Um, do, you want, do you want a second place thing? Mm -hmm. the, um, the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia has agreed to change their name to the Republic of North Macedonia in an agreement with Greece. Greece has a big problem with them calling. So the FY, FYR Macedonia, internally they call themselves Macedonia. Mm -hmm. But Greece has a problem with that because there is a region called Macedon, which is in northern Greece. Mm. And this Baltic country is basically gone. We are Macedon too. And Greece is like, no, you're not. Historical Macedon is just beneath you. Um, and so there's been this tussle. And in an effort to please Greece and also to get in the good graces of the EU, They've changed their name to the Republic of North Macedonia. So in order to Greece. Oh! Oh! <laughs> okay. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Alright, that was fun. And I believe that's the we've reached the end of the episode. Yeah. Woo! So yeah, just again. Promise this weekend. If you ain't doing anything, come down. Come to prom. You don't um, have to have a date. That's Miggy asking you out to go to prom already, so... Say yes, go to prom. At Catch 272. I'm not asking prom, anybody yeah. out. <laughs> I'm going stag because I have to be... Okay. Okay. But St Miggy will flirt. Stag has horns. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being tag teamed by siblings. <laughs> this is mildly terrifying. Alright, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Sodium Exposure. Happy Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Take care of yourself. If you don't have anybody, just go out. Have and remember no gloves, no love. <laughs> This episode of the Sodium Exposure podcast features music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. The Sodium Exposure podcast is hosted by Rika Shoson and Migi Castaneda and edited by Rika Shoson. Thank you for listening to the Sodium Exposure podcast. Check us out at anchor.fm slash sodium exposure and follow us at Sodium Exposure on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to get updates. If you enjoyed today's show, We'd love for you to rate, subscribe, and give a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, bye!